Good morning, and thank you so much for listening to Get Schooled From Home, your favorite online school survival guide. This is a very information-dense episode, and I apologize in advance, but there's a lot of important deadlines and information to share. But there's an exciting update at the end, so make sure you stay tuned. So first, I want to talk about class registration. I got to register for my classes on April 16th, and that started at 8 a.m. I got all of my classes except for gender of psych. It's a 315 I was super excited about. But instead, I'm taking leadership and organizations, which I'm super excited about. I also met with my professional advisor about two hours afterwards. Don't forget that the ASC is still open, but virtually. You can create an appointment in grades first. I'm really glad I did it because I had some questions about a course I wanted to take this summer and how it would impact my internship and things like that. So remember that they're there and they can still help you. To follow up with that, freshman registration is Wednesday, April 29th, and that also begins at 8 a.m. Remember to use this next week to meet with your faculty advisor for your registration pin, which is required for registration. It is also good to meet with your professional advisor if you have any questions. It's always nice to check in, especially in our current situation. They appreciate seeing you and seeing how much you really care about your education, and it helps you too. Something I also wanted to mention, um, Director of Public Safety Chief Jeffrey Garuski sent out an email regarding phishing scams related to COVID-19. I'm going to read a little bit of it because I think it's incredibly important. Please be careful if you receive an email claiming to be from the U.S. Department of Public Health with COVID-19 case information pertaining to your town or city. These phishing email attempts to persuade the recipient to click on a link to better understand the local hazards in his or her area. These and other types of emails are being used by cyber criminals to trick recipients into sharing their PCs to extort money from them, i.e. ransomware. You can read the rest of the email as it was sent to all students, staff, and faculty at Eastern. Please keep in mind that cyber criminals are working hard to take advantage of people during this pandemic. Do not click on links or attachments from people you do not know or trust. The best way to get information is going to your official town website or to the CDC for more information. Please stay safe. The next thing I want to talk about is the upcoming SGA elections. On April 19th, we had a virtual Meet the Candidates event on Zoom, and I was there, and I can tell you it was highly successful. Everyone running for an e-board position, a senior committee, or senator position all got to speak, and I got to hear about what my fellow candidates were fighting for. And it was a really nice get-together, and it was nice to see everybody. So Gina, the president, sent out an email saying, On behalf of the Student Government Association and the Senior Class Committee, I strongly urge you to participate in elections for the 2020-2021 academic year. Your voice matters. Please vote to elect officers that best represent the student body. Voting begins Monday, April 20th, and it ends on Thursday, April 23rd at 11.59 p.m. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the elections, please do not hesitate to reach out to sgapres at my.easternct.edu. That is all in your email. I know I'm just reading you your email, basically. If you haven't taken the time to read your email the past couple days, I've got your back. There's a lot of important information being sent out via emails. So I hope you all check out your email and, you know, if you have the time, please vote for me or any of the other candidates. I'm currently running for re-election. I served as a senator this past year. Um, I served on the Student Issues Committee as my internal committee, and I served on the Organizations Committee as my external committee. With Student Issues, I was able to, you know, firsthand solve student issues. For example, non-binary bathrooms in every building on campus. I met with Hurley staff to try and make more food options for people with dietary or religious restrictions, things of that sort. So I can't wait to get back to that when I'm on campus, but I just want to remind everybody, get out the vote for me and the other candidates. There's a lot of great people running. Kyle Gray is running for president. He was an RA in my hall, and I endorsed him as he ran for president, and I wish him the best of luck. 
Miriam Espino, who is a chairperson of my internal committee, Student Issues, is running for vice president, and I'm very excited for her. Again, there's a lot of great people running, and I look forward to seeing the 2020-2021 Senate. So speaking of emails, as I was doing that last bit, I actually received another email that's really important. I wanted to talk about it. It's an email from Vice President of Student Affairs, Walter Diaz, and he sent it on behalf of Jim Horwath, the Vice President of Finance and Administration. And it's in regards to the CARES Act in Eastern Connecticut State University. So I'm going to read a small portion of it because it's really important. So Eastern will receive $4,433,725 in emergency funding through the CARES Act. Of that amount, $2.2 million will provide partial relief to the university to offset lost revenues and additional expenses incurred due to COVID-19. In addition to more than $6 million in housing and meal refunds distributed to students, the university has incurred other expenses related to COVID-19 and continues to maintain its operations remotely, paying employees and covering all other normal operating expenses. The other half of the emergency funds, $2,216,863, will be used to provide direct financial relief to students. Eastern is working with the other three state universities and the Connecticut State Colleges and the University System Office to finalize the distribution model, including the amount students will receive and eligibility requirements. Once the model is finalized, disbursements will be made using their e-refund system, and for students who are not registered for e-refund, individual checks will be mailed to their home address. If you have not registered for e-refund, please register today. They expect refunds made by e-refund will get you your money approximately one week earlier than anyone receiving a refund check in the mail. There is no fee to set up an e-refund, and this is the quickest way to get your money. So first, you go to eWeb through your account. Then you go to your student account, click View Account, Make Deposit Payments, and Set Up Payment Plan. Then you select Electronic Refunds in the top menu. Then you follow the prompts. Super quick and easy. I did it recently. I really recommend it. I got it within a day or so. It's really fast. If you don't have it all set up, then it gets sent to you by mail. And again, you get your money approximately one week earlier than anyone receiving a refund check by mail. Join CT Public for a panel discussion on diversity in media, a keynote on the art of the pitch, and the live pitch session with two local content creators and critiques from industry representatives. Participants will be able to submit questions for our speakers throughout the event. This will be held on Tuesday, April 28th from 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. It will be a webinar, so you can register online. And if you're an Eastern student, you've already received this email. And so there's actually some really interesting speakers. There's Isai Morales, who is an award-winning actor known for his roles in La Bamba, NYPD Blue, Caprica, and Ozark. George Norfleet is the director of the State of Connecticut's Office of Film, Television, and Digital Media. Yolan Spears, the Senior Vice President of Education and Community Initiatives at the Bushnell Center for the Performing Arts. Carol Sisko, Vice President and Executive Director of Programming and Acquisitions at Connecticut Public. Felix Sanchez, Chairman and Co-Founder, National Hispanic Foundation for the Arts. And Deirdre Tavira, Senior Vice President for Development, Connecticut Public. For more information, go to ctpublic.org slash pitch hyphen ct slash. So before the university closed, I know we talked about on the show that Um, I was recognized for excellence in radio for my work with WECS and Get Schooled, which I was really excited about. Then they unfortunately had to cancel the awards, but they sent it to me in the mail. And I really want to thank the Communication Department at Eastern for just everything, for everything they've taught me, all the opportunities I've been provided with and more. And I just can't express how grateful I am. I was also inducted into Lambda P. Eta, which is the International Honor Society for Communication Majors. So again, shout out to the Communication Department at Eastern. I am 
so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of the medical workers and all essential employees for working during these hard times. I also want to thank Eastern staff for everything they're doing to keep online school successful. Well, this wraps up this week's episode. I'm Eden Elizabeth, and you're listening to Get Schooled from Home. Class is dismissed. See you next week.